Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have a phenomenal episode for you. Like always, we have everyone back. We got myself, Nick, Beer, and Johnny. Johnny's looking good, a little, uh, little girl in the beard out. Um, but yeah, no, we got some NFL talk, the, uh, the start of Saturday games, the playoffs are upon us. We'll get their take on um, the NCAA playoff as well. Uh, talk a little sports. I do have timeout. And then we will have the rank. The rank is going to be a little bit of a catch up of some of the ones that me and Nick have done. I want to hear just some of yours and then um, I'll come up with one for all of us to do. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Budget presents Beer League. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Um, I feel like it's only fair to start off. Nick, let's see the guys that haven't been here in a couple of minutes. Let's see how they've been doing. Let's start off with beer. How you doing, my guy? What's going on? Uh, winter is upon us in the winter wonderland of Minnesota. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been traveling a lot lately. Um, and then, like, going up and back and forth from Chicago and then people coming, Jenny's like family coming to visit and stuff too. So it's just been a lot, but, uh, but work's been good. It's been cold and it's been the third straight day that I've had to shovel. So that sucks. Um, but you know, getting used to it. And, uh, mm. but I did positives. It's actually a breakthrough is I found a Wagyu beef farm in Minnesota that ships in state with free shipping what? and it's like $140 for a brisket. And I usually pay like a, like 90 bucks for a brisket, like a prime brisket at Costco. So I'm like one forty for like a Wagyu. That's I know incredible. for, I was like shocked. So I was like, I found that the other day. So I was like, that's a Christmas present to myself coming. <laughs> so um, I'm going to make a Wagyu, a full Wagyu brisket um, at some point after the new year. So excited about that and yeah i'm coming to chicago for the new year's too so if you guys are doing anything fun let me know I'm trying to figure stuff out so yeah that's, that's good that's good i like that uh what a good thing for you to find how did you find it uh i okay so jenny and i went out to dinner and there was a Wagyu burger on the menu and it said Wagyu burger blank something farms heller ridge farms or something and it was like local Heller Ridge Farms Wagyu. I'm like, what does that mean? So I Googled it right at the table. And they have like in-state shipping, like all these the deals for Wagyu brisk, like in-state Minnesota beef. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? I'm like, okay, cool. So I was like filling out my cart sitting at the table. That's good. That, that, I mean, that sounds good. Yeah. Would you now say, I'm Johnny? curious because usually the only Wagyu that's very expensive comes from overseas. It costs way too much to try but that is very reasonable that's awesome that's exciting yeah so well, it might not be like the a5 wagyu but like there's so many oh, levels yeah, no. but it's like you're getting a solid piece of meat delivered for no shipping cost 
There's like it's special out of state shipping and it's like in state shipping and it's a specific farm that like I can order from. So I'm excited. That'll be like my next my next big fun test will be a wagyu brisket. And then if it's good, mm-hmm. maybe I bring a wagyu brisket to uh the golf trip. So that'll be a discussion. Nice. Oh, pull my arm. Yeah. Oh, I'll be, I'll I think we'll take bummed. a wagyu beef brisket. I'll have to yeah. I'll have to try it. I have to test it for you guys, you know, just to make sure. I don't sure even know good. if we deserve that. <laughs> I don't think you do either. That's, yeah, I don't think we you do. don't. <laughs> now, are you at all? Are you at all nervous about cooking this wagyu brisket? Because if you mess it up, or if it doesn't taste very good, there's you know, there's obviously it. the cost. There's the waste. There's also, and I, I don't, I don't want to put this in your head, but you can't blame it on the meat. Then, really, you know. Oh, that's a good yeah, point. I can't blame it on the meat. Yeah, not that uh, that would ever happen to you. I know you're a good, you're a good cook, but yeah, I feel is. like you have enough briskets under your belt, beer. I feel like you've been doing this for a couple of years now, like really high yeah. level cooking <laughs> these giant slabs of brisket. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm my, uh, I'm just gonna do everything right, like no cutting corners, and I'm gonna baby that thing. So it'll, it'll just be the standard EB brisket, but we're going to give it a run. Uh, I'm going to order it for after when I get back from the new year and we'll, we'll try it out. So that's, that's going to be the plan. Um, it's quite the way to ring in the new year. I like that. I'm, or just be like, we only do prime meats over here now. It's like, like I've done prime briskets, but like if I can get a Wagyu for only 50 bucks more, I'm like, I pull that trigger. We're gonna make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that'll be good. And then, um, you know, I made a Wagyu brisket, kind of like a brisket flat, like two years ago for my birthday. Jenny got me that. So mm-hmm. I kind of got a little experience with that, but yeah, what's going on? What's going on with you guys? What's going on with you, Johnny? Uh, I've been hibernating like a goddamn bear. Uh, for the past two months. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Obviously you guys haven't seen me in a while, but it's good to see you guys. Um, no, yeah. I mean, the new job's obviously been, uh, taking up most of my time, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel with new hires and very excited for the new year. Um, I actually have the, the week off between Christmas and new year's, which we haven't done before. So I'm very excited about that. Nice. Uh, but yeah, really just kind of getting my head out of the sand, just been watching football. That's really been my only piece of entertaining entertainment. Not the Bears, obviously, but as you yeah. should, we're uh, we're moving along. Okay, that's good. That's good. It's good to have you back. Um, all right, let's do Nick. How have you been, my guy? Not too bad. Um, I had my work holiday party last night, so I'm Ooh. still recovering a little bit today. It was at our office. We decorated the the hell out of our office, made it into a goddamn winter wonderland. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Um, we had food, we had drinks, we had a DJ, we got a big game of flip cup going, beer pong tournament. We had a magician walking around doing card tricks. Um, so it was pretty fun. We went all out. Um, one of the uh, we had a big raffle. We had raffles and stuff too. And one of the ways you could win more raffle tickets. Everybody got a certain amount, but then you could get more is to play like a bingo game. And on the bingo card was a bunch of fun facts that people had uh, written in beforehand about themselves. And you had to go out there and find like the fun fact, like find who whose it was or something like that. So 
I, of course, had to submit a fun fact to get on the bingo board. And what I said is I co-host and produce a podcast with over 150 episodes. And when a lot of people figure that out about me, they were, they were pretty shocked and they were, um, they were like, dude, share, share the at, um, you know, share, uh, whatever you guys got. And I was like, yeah, I definitely will. So we might have some new listeners on this episode. Hello to all my coworkers. Um, I never talk <laughs> shit about you guys on here at all. I swear. I like where that could go kind of both ways. Cause like, I think like four of my coworkers know, but I won't even tell them the name of it. And, uh, like, I'm not embarrassed to have a podcast, but like, if we could do this whole thing and I could like keep it my little secret and then all the listeners, I'd be happy. The only reason I haven't openly given out the name, which I have, I do have some listeners, is because sometimes I vent about work and I don't want something to slip up. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's fair. I also, usually if I'm walking out, I did meet up a colleague outside of work and like I wore my beer league sweatshirt. That's I wear my beer league sweatshirt all the time. I was actually wearing it this morning and then I had to hop on a couple of Zoom calls and I was like, yeah, I got to take off a beer league sweatshirt to talk to people. So I only yeah. shared the info with the cool coworkers. So there's no narcs oh, that are going to be, that that's are going to be move. listening. The other no thing, narcs. the other thing is like, I work at a small advertising agency. So I work with a lot of creatives and stuff like that. And I'm one of like three finance people. So to them, I'm like, you're the numbers guy. You're not creative numbers. at all. And I'm like, bullshit. I do. I do cool shit all the fucking time. Listen, listen you're to how good this podcast sounds. Yeah. And look at that mustache. Yeah. Well, look at this fucking mustache. Yeah. Yeah. So like that screams artist. Yeah. Sure. There. So it, it's that, that part of me that's like, nah, I gotta, I gotta push back on this. I gotta push the envelope on uh, what a finance person is here a little bit. So Dude, that's pretty crazy. We have over 150 episodes. Yeah. It's wild. Right. I do like that though. You're like, yeah, you know, I, I co-host and produce a podcast and they're like, you, you're not creative. You fuck. And you're like, oh my God, what's going on here? I thought but, we're just having oh, man. <laughs> And that happened at one of the, our past parties too. So like we had a, a summer party in like July and there's a girl who had just started recently before that. And she's younger and she doesn't live in Chicago. So she was visiting Chicago for the party and she's like 22, 23 and somebody else was like oh yeah you should just talk to nick in finance about that and they're like which one which one's nick and they're like pointed to me and like that cool guy's in finance he looks so cool like guy. he looks like so normal though and everything like that so like that's what i'm working with here it, okay. it, it, that it sort of, become a trend yeah it's a little bit ridiculous which is like i give her the benefit of the doubt because you know, like i said she's like 22 23 but still like, come on don't do me like that you're a cool guy what are you mad I that I'm mad that the stereotype first is that if you work in some sort of financial capacity, you must be a nerd who's not cool. Don't pigeonhole the man. Yeah, I was going to say, Nick, I like to think that we both stereotype and just drop it on its fucking head. I, yeah, I think so, too. And that that mm -hmm. does feel good. It, do, it does feel good to, to blow people's minds a little bit. But, you know, I just yeah. don't want it to happen in the first place. So. So, yeah. It's okay to be a finance nerd, Nick. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks. It's okay. Um, <laughs> who won the vacuum? Uh, oh, yeah. Somebody who didn't deserve it. It wasn't me. No. Um, <laughs> you, that, you deserve the vacuum. That was the big <laughs> raffle prize that I was telling Joe about last week was uh, a cordless Dyson vacuum was the big grand prize, oh, which everybody cordless. was That's so awesome. excited My about. My goodness. Yeah. Think about that. 
this is what we were talking about last week. Wow. Our rank last week was like, uh, it was just like things that just happen when you get older. And one of my ranks was, I was like, conversations just get really weird. And I was like, I was at a wedding and we started talking about couches and everyone was just like deeply invested into this couch thing. And he's like, dude, the things I get excited about are crazy. He's like, I'm doing this raffle. There's a wireless vacuum. And I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like that's, that's the coolest yeah. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Would have been dope to have, but yeah, here I am. So, so yeah, that, that was Acumulus. pretty much the highlight of my week. Um, not too much else going on. How about you, Joe? Uh, all right, well, I'll take it down a notch. Uh, I'm not a champion, okay? I'm not a champion at bocce ball once again. Uh, no. Um, Damn. I, there was a rank of the most botched jobs in recreational sports for 20-somethings to 30-somethings. Uh, we did it. Uh, so we killed them our first game. It wasn't even close. We killed them. Um, who were playing the number one seed. We get a 10-3 lead. Three lead with down and back. Seven fucking points. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it was brutal. It was brutal. The girls gave up a casino and then me and Tom, or me and Eric gave up three. And it was kind of like better, at least on our side, is the girls really just messed up. Ours, the Oscar guy was like, well, I guess this is the game. I got to try to throw this shot out of my ass. So he take, he's a righty. He goes like across his body and like drops it with this weird side spin. And it worked. Mind blowing. It was the coolest thing. And Oscar is like a 70 year old. Oh no, he's 66. He said, might be 60. I don't know. He's a great guy. And so I was like, oh, well, you know, if I had to lose to anyone, um, like went up to the bar or we like went to go wash our hands. Then like we met at the bar to cash out and like go to our victory or like our team dinner. And everyone was just like that. We blew it. Like we blew it. 10, three down and back. You can't give up seven points or no. Is that what it was? Or no, it was 11, five when it was down and back, but we were up 10, three at one point. Um, so that was really brutal. Uh, and then I did go to T box uh, by the way, Nick, my plan worked to perfection. I had an absolute blast. I waited for John to make his friends with the strangers. I snuck out of there by three. Beautiful. Perfect. I had a great I mean, time. You're a seasoned veteran at this point. Um, I had a great, I had fun though. I had fun. It just, dude, like already six hours at that point. I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. There's games on. I kind of want to go watch some sports. I want to go watch the UFC. I kind of want to, you know, did you feel old? Was, Did you feel old being there? Uh, I felt old at every second. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt old at the pregame, knowing what we were about to do. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> it, hey, it, it, kudos to you for sticking it out, you know, um, and actually going. Like I just would have gone to the pregame and then been like, "Nah, I'm not doing this." Um, so, so you're a good. Friend. I tried that. Oh, and I was like, you know what? I had so much fun. I think I could just leave. And everyone's like talking about it. And it's just, so if John, John was in his Santa costume and then Eric was in his buddy, the elf costume. And they were like, look at us. You don't want to see us walk around and have people laugh at us. And I was like, I, I do want to see that. I was like, I really do want to see that. Fine. I'll come out. Um, <laughs> so I went out for a couple hours, had fun. Came home. 
we stopped at our friend's place to just, you know, chill, eat some food, just hang out there. Um, and then I was like, they're like, all right, we're going back out. And I was like, yeah, me too. I was like outside to go home. Boom. And I was like, boom, I shut the door, got him. Um, Friendsgiving was a lot of fun. Um, just make potatoes pretty much. They're good potatoes. But one potato was a lot better than the other potatoes. And I feel bad for the other potato people. Cause this one guy made truffle garlic parmesan mashed potatoes and they were fucking phenomenal hand mashed and everything wow and like other people brought like either store-bought or like kind of not as good homemade and it was like the parm truffle potatoes was getting devoured and it's like the other one it was like one scoop and it was only the person that made it so i felt bad that's pretty brutal people loved my pasta salad it's raves review every time. Um, what happened? What is there anything else? Um, no, that was it. So I'm done with T box. I told him I was like, that's my last year. Um, but yeah, let's get into the sports talk. So, okay, Bears didn't lose last week. Yeah, Talk about that. They that's pretty lose. good. Yeah. Um, we have a game uh, coming up against the Eagles this week. I'm at the point where a win does absolutely nothing for me. Does nothing for me. You, you know, for me, I never, wrong. never root for a loss. Cause you know, you always root for a bears win. You never know when the last time you see the bears play, you always root for the bears win. So that's what I always say. And then, but like, if we lose out, we could get like a premier pass rusher in this draft. Okay. Like I both are fine to me at this point. So <laughs> if we, if we lose out and get the second overall pick, we're going to have multiple first round picks. Cause we're going to trade for someone that wants CJ Stroud or Will Levis or Bryce young, depending on who goes first. Who's um, the, who's the pass rusher that we could get? Um, Will, or, Will Anderson, Will I think Anderson. is his name from uh, Alabama. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. He's and, pretty good. and then, uh, then that Carter uh, guy, so the good. interior defensive tackle, he's so really good. good too. They're both really good. Yeah, it's just I, I I just want to look like we're succeeding. I you know growing, but a win over the Eagles does nothing for us. It does absolutely nothing. I, I will do this. I'll be like, oh my god, I can't believe we beat the Eagles, and then be like, fuck, we just gave up the second overall pick, and then yeah, I'm done. Yeah, you know, I just want to see us play really competitive again you know justin mm-hmm. fields like just he was injured and he was like playing hurt the like, last time we saw him so let's see him healthy and like his comments recently have been like he's like describing this being in a state of flow but he doesn't know what being in a state of flow is like he doesn't yeah. know like that that's a term so he was like i don't know i just i'm back there and i just felt really comfortable with everything that was happening and i just knew what to do i'm like that's what like good yes like <laughs> that's exactly what you want to hear is like a from like your quarterback. And so I'm just, let's just keep it going, give him more reps. And then, you know, more time for chase Claypool to get like more into the offense too. He just needs more and more reps too. Cause it's so mm-hmm. tough as a wide receiver to get traded and then learn a offense on the fly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, one of the coolest things that I was seeing. So I don't, I, I think I have an addiction to mock drafts. I have, I have addiction to just mock whatever. Like if you are trying to predict something, I, I need it. 
I turn into Schmeagel. I'm like, cause it's our birthday and we want to like, I needed <laughs> Hobbitson. Like I saw Patrick Shea comes out and he's like, I got my mock draft one Oh, or like 1.0. And I'm like, Holy shit. I got to watch this live. So like, I took my, I took my lunch break around it to watch it. And then obviously the bears are the second overall pick. And so they're like, they're either going to take uh, Carter from Georgia or Anderson from Alabama. And I'm like, that's perfect. That's what I want. And then they're like, well, they do have to lose out. And like, these teams can't win. I was like, Todd McShane, don't ruin my parade. You fucking bitch. Like, let's just get in here. So yeah, I am addicted to mock drafts. It's wonderful. You know, last time we were like this high up in the draft was the Trubisky year. Um, so like <laughs> we, in that whole year, everyone, nobody thought we were going to take a QB. So like we were doing all this like research on who we were going to take. And we just went completely sideways that that pick i remember where i was when that pick happened so crazy but uh yeah, it'll be cool way to way to put a damper on it beer uh, hey we have a completely different front office from then and we have a quarterback right now we didn't have a quarterback mm-hmm. then so very different mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of disrespectful to mike lennon he made 19 million dollars um he played like a game penny, and a half some would say Who? yeah no he fumbled <laughs> off his knee it was great um just ridiculous. I I hope I think what they've been doing this season has been really good because they're like you guys said they're competing in a lot of these games, but then still losing. Losing the Packers sucked though. That was not fun. That I, one I, hurt. That, that one, one hurt. that one hurt a lot. And like it when we play the Lions again, if we lose to them, like that'll that'll kind of hurt. They're not like a huge rival, but it's like ah, oh, they've historically been so bad that like losing to them is like wow, we really suck. But hey, they're it, five and one in their last six. They That's are. Nice. They are playing a lot better. No, good for them. Yeah, good, I'm, good. I'm glad. Happy good for, for them. them. But um, yeah. yeah, if we if we lose every game by like a last second field goal, that's kind of like best case scenario. It's like, oh, ball mm-hmm. just didn't bounce our way for like 15 games this year. But then high, high draft pick and maybe it does next year. Yeah. And right. it's like after a Justin Fields game winning or game leading drive, then we get screwed. And then we're like, oh, okay, well, we still got the pick. But receiver do drops a pass on third and long that gets us a first. Then we're fourth and long. We're like, right, get us like any of the top three, any receiver in free agency is going to catch that freaking pass. Like that type, yeah. those type of situations are happening. So mm-hmm. get Dante uh, Pettis out of there. He's, uh, he's, um, you know, he's pretty. He's not good. He, yeah, he's not, he's not good. Not bad. Um, he's fast on reverses, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the best yeah. thing you can say about a wide receiver, <laughs> as is you know, like he's got speed. Like, yeah, they all do. That's the point. Yeah. That's their catching job. The ball, if, it's not good. if his only issue is catching the ball, that's a huge problem. I don't care how fast he's moving. Truly, and like you said, I mean. A lot of these games, too, it's not like we just completely shit the bed. The fact that we went back and forth with the Cowboys, even, for example, the amount of points that we put up on them was actually pretty incredible. Their defense is insane. Um, but you're right. We have to keep it close. More importantly, just for the culture in the locker room, the fact that Justin Fields is feeling like he's in flow, like keep feeling that and actually develop with Clay, uh, Chase Claypool, it just sucks that obviously uh, Mooney isn't out there because that dynamic with Mooney on one side and Claypool on the other, that's what they need to develop. But the thing is, it's just Justin Fields out there, honestly. So mm. as long as he's 
again, feeling comfortable, not getting hurt, actually developing. I mean, the rest of the team seeing that he's going out there and he's playing like he's going to the playoffs or he's going so, to the Super Bowl. I got a question for you guys. So he said that he's been feeling a lot better. If he, let's all, I think we can all agree on this. If he gets injured one more time, we got to shut him down. Right. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. I don't like, it depends what kind of injury, but if it's like even if, borderline, another, like two like weeks, get him out. Injury, like it's just like, why put him in for a week 17 game? Yeah, exactly. Agreed. At that point, just because he already did get hurt. It, first of all, I mean, just for the aesthetics of it all, it's not like we're just trying to take on purpose. No, he's been hurt before. Why yeah. would we risk that again this late in the season? It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Or, or yeah, it's just, we have something with him. I think we just need tools and he's going to be a superstar. It's just like, it's like week 16 against the Vikings. And he's like scrambling when we're down 21 points and he gets like hit out of bounds and gets hurt. I'll be like, Oh, come on. Like no offense. We'll let Trevor Simeon take that shot. Yeah. I feel bad saying that, but like, I don't want anyone to get hurt. I take that back, but it's like, just don't take that shot. Um, so last week, who is your relatives? This will just be for beer and Johnny for your mid season awards. So what's your biggest, no doubt, biggest surprise and MVP mid season awards. Um, okay. Uh, let's go. I guess the biggest surprise for me is probably let's say the Eagles just being so good, just taking Ooh. a giant step forward. Uh, AJ Brown getting traded and instantly turning that offense on. And it's like, they just needed a wide receiver to make it work. And they got a new, uh, it's like newer head coach and he's kind of running the the show too. So it's kind of just a different, a different vibe, um, in, in Philly now. And they took like that step forward. So like people are comparing like, you know, last season, Jalen Hurst to like this season, Justin Fields, where he was, Jalen Hurst is kind of just by himself out there uh, with like one like running back. And then they was kind of making it happen. And then they got some receivers around him, And then we saw what happened this season. So um, I think that's a surprise. It'll be cool to watch him play this, this weekend uh, against them too. So um, I think that's my biggest surprise. Biggest no duh. Um, I'd say this is cause I'm, I hate the Packers, but biggest no duh is Aaron Rodgers Just like, failing without Devonte Adams. Like he literally does not look great without him. So the fact are like recently, like he's been throwing some passes to Watson and like sometimes, and like Watson will make some plays, but that's just like, they're grasping at straws at that point. And like, you know, yeah. so I think that's like, uh, the biggest no duh is that happening. Um, and then the MVP for my season so far, man, it's really close, but I think Justin Jefferson is having like an MVP caliber season. He's on pace to break almost 2000 yards, which no receiver has ever done. And so if he does that, I feel like that's an MVP um, caliber season. So mm-hmm. um, I don't, I don't believe anyone's ever done that. I could be wrong, but he's so key to that, that offense too. Like the games where he gets so shut, good. where, where he gets like, shut down a little bit or they focus a little bit more on them. Like Minnesota loses. It's pretty wild. Yeah. And you know, I live in, I live in Minnesota. So I hear it on the talk radio. These people love 
Justin Jefferson. They like adore this guy. And like, of course that he's like one of the, probably the best if right next to Pat Mahomes, best player in the league. Like at this going up to this point, like him, Tyreek, he is just, he, like you said, the cornerstone of that offense. Like he gets 12, 11 to 15 touches a game. Like, and yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, I see it. Johnny, who do you got? Um, for me, the biggest surprise is the Vikings record. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I took a, I, I took a deep dive into that because it, I think it was about week 13 or something. I took a look back just to see, because it felt like every single one of their games have been really close. Like it, their record never felt like that. It, it was accurate at least, but I did a, I did a deep dive just to see how close they were. And I mean, all of them were one possession games. If you flipped their last like drive or possession or point scored, I mean, they would be one in 11 for when I checked it. It's some crazy stat like that, where it's like, wow, they could have lost all of these games. Um, John, I thank you for bringing that up because I actually brought up the what if stats last last. Week. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's a that that was a that one caught my attention. I'm like, yeah, yeah I mean that's a wild stat. If they just changed all one score game, they're one in eleven. That's one in eleven. That's I mean that's <laughs> that's not good. I, I mean Texans have done better than that, but <laughs> it just makes me think about the future of this uh, this con or not this conference this division. It's not going to be. Um, Vikings, Bears that are leading the conference. It's going to be Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears that are going to be the big rivals, the dominant two teams. And yeah, I just feel bad for Vikings fans because this this season is fraudulent. It's fraudulent. Um, they don't believe yeah. that here. <laughs> they think they're, they're the best team in the world here. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to let yeah, them but do it. it. If the Bears had this type of season and they were fraudulent like they are, we would be saying the same shit. Oh, We'd be like, you guys just don't know greatness when it slaps you across the uh, face. To say, remember, <laughs> remember two seasons ago when we started off five and one with Big Dick Nick as our quarterback, and we we're like, we we're like, we're probably terrible. Like, don't care, don't care. Five and one, five yeah. and one, and then we, we lost ten straight. We would not apologize yeah. for it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Here, we won't have that. Yeah. Right, that's good. Who's your MVP? <clears throat> or no, no, no. You're no duh. Or no, you're fucking yeah. You're no duh. I'm gonna go with uh, my no duh next. Um, oh god, I had a very. <laughs> I thought your no duh was just that the Vikings are fraudulent. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, that could be a surprise and, and a no duh. That's it's cool. both. Yeah, <laughs> that would actually work pretty well. Um, my no duh is gonna be uh, the Broncos. Um, oh, wow. Broncos think, country. Yeah, no, right. that they're in the worst position. I think like I, I put myself in other fans positions, myself in their shoes, what it would be like to root for something like this. And I mean, I don't know what they expected. You paid that much money for someone that old who can't ride, can't cook <laughs> and you're stuck <laughs> for years, years. I mean, the Seattle Seattle was failing with them for many years. Like, what was going to be the magical change in Denver? It just makes no sense. Um, but yeah, they're they're bad and they haven't gotten better. 
So I don't think that's going to change this year or next year. And that just sucks. I like uh, that. Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say like the, I mean, Russell Wilson is like, remember the bears had three first round picks on the table for him two years ago. Ryan Pace was trying to do everything in the world to get Russell Wilson on this team. Apparently Pete Carroll agreed, but the Seahawks ownership axed it. They didn't want to. So I'll be honest with you. I really think that it's Nathaniel Hackett more than Russell Wilson. Well, they, oh, I bet they yeah. thought they were going to get Rogers and then they were like, Oh, we'll just take the second best, but like yeah, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's exactly what happened. And he's Rogers absolutely messed that up. He should have gone to Denver. Yeah, but throwing Jerry Judy, like think about that. They got they got wheels on that offense, and for whatever reason, Russell Wilson's not doing it. Exactly, that's a crazy part. They have weapons. If Justin Fields had any of those weapons, we would be doing things. Uh, yeah. But my MVP is going to be uh, Kyle Shanahan. God, he's so good. His system and the fact that everyone references the Shanahan family tree, his system, his way of coaching, where you can literally plug and play, which is what we're seeing now with uh, Brock Purdy. Um, I mean, they're they're notorious for getting injured, especially this far in the season. Uh, the fact that they're dominating at every level on both sides of the, of the ball, I mean, that just goes to show he is a mastermind. Brock Purdy, so he's an MVP. Brock Purdy beat Tom Brady, like pretty easily. He beat that <laughs> ass, yeah, dude. That's he wild. Has, Kyle Shanahan has hands down the greatest. Just like, hey, we're super friendly to our quarterback. Like, I mean, did you see how much they used Christian McCaffrey yesterday? I mean, the, the past three weeks. Yeah, I, that's who was good. My co MVP so was McCaffrey. Because, like, McCaffrey, when he, like, just gets unlocked, like, he just goes to the 49ers and is like, oh, we just know how to use him. It's like, exactly. oh, okay. I don't get exactly. it. Like, where where was this before? <laughs> but he would just get so injured before. Funny that everyone's like, well, you know, the Kyle Shanahan, his, his offense is so friendly to running backs and quarterbacks. And it's you, we've seen it with the quarterbacks. Uh, Wilson actually was playing really well for them. Uh, the backup now hasn't been doing the best, but dude, Christian McCaffrey, everyone knew this. Like if he just stays healthy, his ceiling is so high. I mean, cause he really is so good. Yeah. It's like type of like Debo Samuel dual threat. Unbelievable. Anywhere you put him. That's why, I mean, they're so lucky that they're getting Debo back for the, uh, for, um, the playoffs, because let's be honest, with what they have, they have Kittle, they have Ayuk, mm-hmm. Debo Samuel, they have Christian McCaffrey. That's a squad. I mean, how, how do you not succeed plus a great coach that just knows how to just scheme the shit out of it and come from a family that just like we we know what we're doing? You gotta like, it's cool. And that defense, good God, mm-hmm. that's scary. I know they're all, I mean, dude, they're just so much fun to watch. Like if Nick, like if you had to suit up right now and play quarterback, <laughs> if they'd win, 
guarantee they, I guarantee you they wouldn't lose by more than double digits. I'd, I'd love to see what Shanahan could do <laughs> with me. Is it true that you got a, a 6'4", 190-pound accountant out of Chicago to play quarterback <laughs> for you? Has he ever played quarterback before? We're, we're comfortable that our system can can accommodate him <laughs> really well. We've got the we've got the tools. An experiment that he wants to try. He's like, fuck it, let's just do it. Brock Birdie got hurt. We're, 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 hey, they would save some money that way. People. They could play pay me league minimum, and I'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> well, dude, speaking of this, before we get to your MVP, no, that was your MVP. Um, so if for some reason they stuck with Brock Purdy, he is making 800,000 this year, 825,000 next year. In the third year, he'll make 1.1 million. Yep. Think of how much you can spend around that. I'm not saying that that's what they're going to do because they're going to have Trey Lance. But if for some reason he's like, I'm a mad scientist, I'm going to just do this. <laughs> and I'm going to go out and buy everyone because I'm only spending 1.1 million on a quarterback. Mr. Rowan, it's not that crazy because it's sure his system is <laughs> his system is perfect. And I mean, it's not perfect, but it's certainly very plug and play friendly. But he's actually been playing out of his mind. Like he doesn't just hand it off. He's making reads, going through his progressions, going on his third one on a dime to George Kittle last night. Like he actually looks like he's been out there it's wild i felt like the second time going out now he's got a full week to prepare and then get in his own head type of deal because I mean, mm-hmm. he's a baby but he still goes out and he played for four years at iowa state he's had reps well still like yeah, i think it just says a lot about <laughs> i mean the system is qb friendly like mad Nagy's offense right. like opposite of it like you can <laughs> you think about shanahan they run the ball they run and then they run play action off of it that's beautiful for a qb and then like like that's just the base of their their offense and like brock purdy can run it really well like everybody can run it really well for them apparently we'll see if trey lance can do it but i mean garoppolo did it fine and now purdy's doing it fine just kind of goes to show i'm actually terrified to see trey lance like be in this system. Like it, it, they, yeah. is he good? Going to be, it doesn't matter. Cause he's got wheels. Dude. He's played like 20 games since high school. For real. 20 football games since high school. Why did they trust him? So I mean, it's wild. What did he go? Second? Guys, what? guys, 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 <laughs> we're, we're getting way too dangerous. We drafted Mitch second overall with only playing 10 games in college. We're getting well, they, dangerous here, guys. We didn't trade up, trade multiple first-round picks for Mitch in the, for that second overall pick either, though. So, and then pass on Justin Fields to draft him. So, yeah, I'm just saying we gotta we, we gotta be careful. I mean, we're getting we're getting Icarus. We're flying too close to the sun. We're where the sun and just being like, oh, let's fly right into this thing. Let's see where this goes. That can't backfire on us. Well, um, we've made a change since. Yeah. We have Justin. Change. Besides <laughs> Justin, I mean, our general management and our head coaching. Thank God. All right. Um, let's do this before we, uh, we go to the locks of the week. Uh, who is now your Super Bowl favorite to win it all? I will go first. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, that's, it's a pretty good, that's a pretty good bet. I mean, 
The defense is so the good. Defense is really good. I'm inclined to pick a team with really good quarterback play. Um, I almost want to pick the Baltimore Ravens just to piss you off, Joe, but I won't do that. <laughs> you know Lamar's hurt, right? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, I'm well, gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bills. Lamar's I, hurt. I think. I think the Bills are are still still my favorite. I think they're favorite early on in the season too. That's fair. Here, Johnny. Oh, I have. I stuck with it this season, but I kind of do like. I'm gonna go like. I really do think the Eagles are like a really complete team, and then the QB being so dynamic changes it. So I get, I say the Eagles, but like I really like the Bengals too, man. Like I feel like they're coming. They're coming up hot, and nobody's paying attention to them really, like at all. Mm. So I, I like both those teams, but. Well, it's crazy sure. that they had a slow start and then they rattle off five wins in a row with five covers, by the way, which is, I mean, impressive. And then just people are like, well, I don't know. They started bad. And you're like, yeah, with an entire new O line with new players. Yeah, it's like a couple Jamar Chase has been. It, se- it seems like they kind of figured it out, which is crazy. He, Jamar Chase is coming back now while they're hitting their stride on their sixth win, yeah. which no, is I just wild. It. I like that beer. I like that a lot. Uh, for me, it's the Philadelphia Eagles, but the Bengals also yep. make a case for me. For me, the the Eagles just because, yeah, I think the X factor is Jalen Hurts. Um, he just opens everything up. And A.J. Brown, like his blocking, and I know he does incredible things catching the ball, but the fact that he blocks Excuse the way me. he does, I mean, it's – it's incredible. I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop them, to be honest. I don't think anyone in the AFC has that type of defense. Um, it really lives in the National Football League, mm-hmm. or like in the, in the National League. But um, yeah, the Cincinnati O line is very fun to watch. Uh, the way mm-hmm. they gap their their players, and I mean, it makes Joe Burrow look like an absolute stud. He is. Mm-hmm. I've never really looked at it closely, and like you said. Uh, Eric, I think a lot of people are overlooking it, but they've really cleaned it up. They've really cleaned it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, it seems like there's really like six teams in the mix, I'd say, that I'll give like a legitimate shot to, and then we'll just see. Um, all right, so let's go over to locks of the week. Not to brag, but I kind of gave out two last week. Thanks. Yeah, you did. Uh, the um, the um, Lions game was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I'm remember. happy that they're playing well because I like Dan Campbell a lot. But they really are looking like a good, solid football team. They're really clicking. You can tell that all the guys like like him. Like listening to. Did you hear Panay Sewell's uh, uh, interview asking about it? Because he like he Dan Campbell doesn't call the plays. He just okay's them, which is hilarious. And he says that he didn't okay that play, but whatever. But uh, I like when they're like, so what did you think about Dan Campbell okay in that play? He's like, the guy just got balls. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, the guy just got nuts on him. It's like, you know that they like him. Yeah. He's a big dude. So. Dan, Dan Campbell is awesome. He, like, knows how to, like, he kind of like can make himself dumb, but like seem dumb, but like make his like coaches seem really smart. Like at the same time and make his players seem really smart at the same time. But like, but make him look like a good coach. Cause he trusts it. It's just like, I don't know. You just, he's, you like him so much. Dude, I he's part it. of the job and he does it. So 
Exactly. He's like a matador. He's like, he's like, ah, I'm kind of wacky and crazy. Look over here. And then people are yeah. like, oh, what's up with that guy? And then everybody else just kind of does their jobs, you know, and he takes the heat off of them. I think what he's doing is crazy that he is making people that play for the Detroit lions believe that they're a good team. And that right there might win you coach of the year because how in the world are you in Detroit and be like, are we we're good. Like, whoa, that scares me. Like they are good, but like they are playing like they believe it. Their defense got a lot better. Um, they stopped with this stupid zone that wasn't working. They started blitzing more. Um, I, I, I mean, it's just yeah. cool to see. I, I really gonna, like them. We're going to pay for it next year, though, the next couple of years, because he built up that culture where now players want to go there. Good ones. Well, dude, how sick is it that the Philadelphia Eagles and the uh, the Lions are going to have a top ten pick. Like, it's sick. That's that's ridiculous. Because the Rams said, "Hey, you get a pick. You get a pick. You get a pick. You get a pick." <laughs> All right, I got way off the thing. Uh, so let's go with uh, beer. What is your lock? Oh yeah, uh, we were just talking about it. Let's go Bengals minus three and a half against the Buccaneers. I think they'll win by seven at least. So. That game in Tampa. In Tampa, Buccaneers are not looking great. Poop. That's fair. <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you, Johnny? I am going to take the. Sorry, I just lost them. It's fine. The Chargers over Titans minus three. Okay. I like that. I like that. They're slinging the ball. They got healthy wide receivers. Um, who's their running back? Cam Akers? For the Chargers? For the Chargers, yeah. Chargers running back is Eckler. So Eckler, you're good. Eckler, that's right. Yeah, he's, he's really good. Well, he's, he's like leading the league in catches, which is incredible. So he's just surrounded by wide receivers and... I mean, he's an he's an MVP candidate for a reason. I hope they do it now. And Titans, they're just their organization is very weird right now. Oh, they, like yeah, that. they fired their GM. That's very strange. <laughs> when they were when they were no, you know why they, they fired help. that GM? I got it. Ready? Because they fired him when they were in first place. That's really not a thing. They fired him after playing the Eagles, where AJ Brown just absolutely smoked him. And I think that the owner was like. Dude, didn't we just have him? He on our team, and he's like, "Yeah." They're like, "Why'd we get rid of him?" They're like, "I I don't know." Like, who'd we get for him? He's like, "I don't really know." And they're like, "You're done. Pack your shit. (laughs) Get out." Like they didn't say that, but I have a feeling like after his three touchdown, two hundred thirty-seven yard game, the day after. That's it, when it happens. It might I mean, mean, I'm sorry, they're painting the picture. It's pretty clear. I'm yeah. just saying. That's great. And they're right. I mean, they're right. He's got a few picks that have gone right. I mean, they're in first place. <laughs> Why would you fire a GM if you're in first place? Like, despite the GM, they're in first place because Mike Vrabel's such a good coach. So, yeah, he's, awesome. no, he's really good. Um, all right, I'm going to go for my lock. I'm actually going back to the Detroit well. I'm going to go over 44 at Detroit versus the Jets. Ooh, 
spicy with the Jets mm. def- Jets defense against Detroit. Yeah, I like so I, I have a feeling that they have too many weapons now. Um, the new uh, God, what's his, his last name is Williams. Where he he's number nine for Detroit. He played his first game after tearing his ACL at Alabama. His first catch was a forty-seven yard touchdown pass. I mean, that guy's just a stud. Like if that's how you're going to start your career, you're a stud. Nice. Good luck proving me wrong because <laughs> he has one catch, one touchdown, forty-seven yards. And he played 10 snaps. Oh, stud. Exactly. One in every 10 passes, he takes it to the really, house. Really efficient, yeah. The For efficient, 50 yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Efficiency's off um, the charts. So, a big question, because he was really good in college, but it's like, you never know how someone's going to uh, heal from an ACL. It's always kind of like one of those strange things where you you like look at some people like, oh, Adrian Peterson bounced back real fast. And you're like, yeah, but he's kind of a freak of nature. Um, yeah, so no, could come really back cool. stronger uh, or could be budged. Yeah, I think with uh, Williams or uh, uh, Jamal and uh, Swift, they're going to be great. Amon Ross St. Brown looks good. Williams looks good. Uh, to the back, they got rid of TJ Hawkinson. Now the tight ends are getting more play time. Um, that, that's just what I see. Nick? Um, I'm, I'm looking at the over-under of this Browns-Ravens game, and it's at 38, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm going to hit that under. This is a rare, like, oh. low-score under sort of scenario. Um, yeah. and the Browns are pretty bad. Uh, Ravens without yes. their quarterback, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking 14, for 14-3 game yeah, all day. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking for I'm field just... goals. It's going to be a bunch of field goals. 12-9 at the end of the game or something, you know? <laughs> By the way, I, I think you guys are right. What Vegas is doing here? They're going. It's thirty-eight points. How? How? How could I dare you to take the under, you little bitch? And you're like, no, that's the smart play. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. I think this could very well be Watson's breakout game. Now that he's finally, you know, got some games in him, clean the cobwebs off a little bit because he was actually making reads and making throws and going through his footwork. Like he's actually been playing. Uh, I don't know. I'm just scared. I'm scared to bet that one. That 30 is looking real tasty though. Can I tell you one thing that I really didn't like in the last game with Deshaun Watson though? Mm. Uh, When he cramped up, he started massaging himself and he was kind of looking around. Everyone looked very awkward with it. Like they wouldn't let the, like someone come out to like massage him. And I was like, yeah, my guy, get yourself a fair gun and let's move the fuck out. Like, <laughs> don't don't look around. Like, who's coming to help me? Yeah, he's, no, he's he's the worst. He's the worst kind of person for sure. Yeah, so easy. All right, no, I like those but locks a lot. I really do. All right, so let's head over to timeouts. A timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Um, all right, I have one here that I think is hilarious. Where did I just put it? Um, I think it was right here. Um, so where was it? Oh, it was, a, it was a big, yeah, no, it's a big Florida thing. So there is supposedly a, I have two bear ones, which is kind of funny. I'll go quick. So there is now a bear that has been caught on five ring cameras stealing people's DoorDash orders that get left outside. I think that's hilarious. And that's the most Florida thing I've ever seen where it's like, people are like, wait, bears, there's bears in Florida. In Florida? I didn't know there was yeah. bears in Florida. There's bears in Florida. 
I, I'm seeing right here Bear what? Seals Chick fil A order from Florida Man's front porch. <laughs> That's ridiculous. They have, so they have, no. they have alligators and they have bears. Bears. And they have well, Florida Man. I guess man. I didn't fact check this place. a lot, but it, it says it's so Florida. Is it a Florida man that like lives in Minnesota or something? Or like a Florida yeah, man lives in Montana? Now, yeah, now you're getting Florida the, man in quotation marks. A Florida marks. man shared a video. Is his name Florida man? Well, he's from Seminole <laughs> County. Yeah, that's like. that's Florida, Seminole that County. Is. That's definitely oh, okay. Florida. So that's like Florida. Like that's yeah, not like not North Florida. Florida. <laughs> but here's the best part. So the bear, like the nicest bear ever, because every time in these ring videos that there's been two or more bags, he only takes one bag of food. Oh. He's the nicest bear alive. Oh, good. Very thoughtful. He's conscientious. Watching his weight. It's a, they, Literally, it said in this last camera, when he goes, notice the bear left the second bag completely untouched. Like, I like, he's like, no, I got to pace myself. I'm going to die. I'm out here catching this shit with these rays. You know, I'm trying to get these bears. I got, I got to be good. Uh, all right. The second one, this is based on a true story, but it's a movie coming out. It's called literally cocaine bear. So for all, yes, for you, <laughs> for you guys that don't know the story, cocaine bear is the true story. And then we'll see what the movie comes out. But the true story is the cartel dropped off uh, cocaine. Um, the people that were supposed to pick it up didn't come in time. Or when they did, it was just a bear that ate 70 pounds of cocaine. Uh, he went on a little bit of a rampage. <laughs> and then he died because he ate 70 Aww. pounds of cocaine. But they're literally making a movie about it. And uh, I can't think of a more scarier animal. They're already the most terrifying. I mean, go bears, you know, but still, they're <laughs> 70 pounds. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like that I was seeing people on the thing. They're like, dude, there's no way a bear ate 70 pounds of Coke. Like, he would know to stop eating. It's a bear. What do no you way. know what the bear's going to do to stop eating? I feel like a bear will just eat. He, no, he, no, no. Humans know that it's bad for you and they still do it and overdose on cocaine well, all the time. So it's like intelligence has nothing to do with it. Didn't they do like a mouse test where they like offered mice like food or cocaine and always chose cocaine every single time? So like it won't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's hungry. You'll keep eating it. Like it's just it's cocaine. Yeah. It's like catnip with pets. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so he's. Um, they go crazy. Yeah, that's going to be a movie. So that's going to be a movie to definitely keep out on your radar. Is that just going to be like? That'll be a fun. You know, that, so, that's a movie. It's going to Netflix, so it's just like one shitty winter night. Turn on Cocaine Bear. He's like, I got to be courteous. Like I, I've seen these children around uh, Halloween. Take one. You know, that's it. Move on. Trick or treat. Um, uh, yeah. So Cocaine Cocaine Bear is going to be awesome. <laughs> um, I what was another one I had? I had um. Oh, there's a big conspiracy going around with the World Cup, which I find really funny. Um, so people are now saying that Qatar rigged the World Cup, not to get it, but is rigging games uh, because Mbappe and Messi, who play for, um, what is it, BNB Paris, who is owned by Qatar, are both in the finals. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Wait, so the conspiracy uh, is that somehow they they wanted uh, 
their players to be in the finals? They, they, they wanted France and Argentina to be in the finals because a guy from Qatar owns the team that both those guys are on. No, the country of Qatar owns the team. It's a very unique oh. situation. Oh, the country owns the team. Those it's right on the two teams that are like major players for both of those. Okay. Well, you know, I wouldn't it, put it past it's a little, them. It's a little wacky. And now people are like going back frame by frame. They're like, see, these were BS calls. And you're like, I guess, I don't know why they did it, but it also like, be really funny if they did just ring it. That's a, that'd be a big conspiracy. If they got like all the refs in on it and they're all keeping silent. I don't know. We already know they're absolutely disgustingly corrupt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. I wouldn't put yeah. it past them at all, but I will say, I mean, French and Argentina are historically the best, one of the best uh, soccer teams in the world. Yeah. Consistently. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's like, yeah. Yeah. And Argentina is Argentina. It just so happens yeah. that Qatar owns two teams that players for both of them play on. So I like conspiracies, I but you got to have some legs here. There's no, there's no yeah. legs to this one. Yeah. Yeah, but bit. if it did come out as true, I'd believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I guess totally. <laughs> if there's enough videos out there in bullshit clubs, like you said, Joe, maybe, but and who's got uh, that kind of time? This, uh, this next one is just awesome. So a Maryland couple got lost during a road trip. Something happened with their cell service where they couldn't get it. So they tried like getting back to like the main, like to a town. And so they like pulled off. They went to this town. They're like, Hey, you know what? Let's stop and get gas. The husband's like, ah, let's buy some lottery tickets. Boom. They went a hundred grand. Oh, so literally taking the road, less traveled is now just the coolest thing you could do. Cause you can win a hundred grand. Make sure you buy a ticket too. Gotta buy, gotta buy to win. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, You're right. My new favorite thing is when the Powerball gets so high, I buy like $20 worth of tickets and then I get heartbroken when I lose. I get get heartbroken. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm not a billionaire. Um, All right. So let's go over to the rank. So a little premature, like just high level, you and beer can go back and forth. Our first rank was, holy crap, I don't remember it. Uh, what, what we, we did. Uh, what we were thankful for because it was right after Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, you can't. Um, yeah, which, you don't have to do yeah, that. Yeah, don't do that one. That's that's pretty lame. Uh, but our last <laughs> one was just things that happen when you get older. I'll give you like a couple of examples. Uh, like my one one was, um, you know, just like you're just, you just get injured without knowing why. You'll just wake up and be like, I'm 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 done for the day. Nick had like getting a shitty night's sleep just ruins your whole day, which completely agree. Okay. Uh, in no particular order, I'll kind of spit some out here. Yeah. Um, I got to be careful now when I sneeze because I tweak my neck. <laughs> I got pinched a nerve. Yes. And I, I called my girlfriend. I'm like, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, I was fine by like the next day, but I'm telling you, it looked like I had a neck brace and I had to show my face on camera at work all day. But oh, man. You did Sammy that Sosa. Is it Sammy Sosa? Crazy. I like wow. it. That was a crazy, crazy feeling. Um, getting excited <laughs> about cordless vacuums. I mean, yeah, that, that, that got me going. Yeah. It sounded awesome, man. I'm looking at that. I, yeah, I'd say like getting excited about like things that like don't 
really matter. Like, like ten years ago, you couldn't give it. You couldn't give it. Give it yeah. crap spot, you know. Um, what's a what's a good thing off the top of my head? Probably like. I'm going to order a new microphone for work and I'm like pumped about it. It's just a microphone. Yes. Like who gives a shit? It's a microphone. Like, mm-hmm. like something like, like I'm like cool, but like, I like st- stuff like that just doesn't really make sense that I'm like pumped about it. But like, like if I get a new like scraper for my grill, I'm going to be pumped for Christmas. Like <laughs> I, literally, I literally just got new burner covers for my, uh, my grill. And I was like explaining them to Kayla. I was so proud of myself. Yeah, I was like, Christmas, look at how clean they are. Yeah, my Christmas list is just kitchenware. <laughs> a lot of kitchenware. That's it. Yeah. Just, I need stuff here? for my kitchen. Yeah. Joe would have murdered me. What about hangovers? Hangovers just get terrible. Oh, That's just I mean, a thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited what? about bedtime by like 10 or 11. 11. Wow, look at this guy. Wait, <laughs> on the weekends, guys. 9 30, uh, dude. It's, it's 9 9 on school night. There you go. I got a, good, even that. Uh, I got a nice topical rank. So, coming up next week will be um, Christmas. Um, let's do a rank of the best holiday movies. So, not just Christmas, all holiday movies. They have to have a holiday theme with it. Is that fair? Yeah. We doing a draft? Uh, yeah, we'll do a draft. We'll go beer, myself, Nick, Johnny. Okay. Number one. On All right. Well, I'm going to go with like the core and it's like my family. I watch it every year with my dad. Uh, Christmas story. So great one. Do you know they came out with a new one? Did they? I didn't know. Like I recently. Is it, is it bad? I probably I'm not gonna. I don't, I'm, I don't watch I'm not it. watching it. Yeah, I, my I favorite is like, your head like it's not good. Prob- I'm guessing. I haven't Which seen one? it. We might see it. The new Christmas story. Uh, my old thing is I like actor. Really? Oh, that would be interesting. It almost broke my heart, so I turned it off. Oh, it was bad. Oh, I wanted to ruin the first one. Bad. Well, Hocus yeah, Pocus just... two really sucked. You're like, well, why are you waiting 30 years to put out another one? Money. Money, money, money. No, I, get, I get that. But like, <laughs> it's, just, it's just not even close to being good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, no. Maybe I'm being a little too harsh. It wasn't terrible, but it's just like, it's not it. Yeah. Same with Willow. Um, oh, dude, Willow's a Oh, my God. Are they remaking Willow? They did. There's a show on Disney. Oh, no. <laughs> What the fuck, man? I watched Willow for the first time three weeks ago because I saw that. The original? Remake. Yeah. The original fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> yeah. Original Willow is great. Um, my 1-1 one, one is going to be no surprise and it's going to be a Halloween movie. Um, but it's going to be Black. Ooh. Of a Halloween. Wow. Riveting. Well, it's Black <laughs> Christmas. Black Christmas is a horror movie just set in Christmas time. That, is, okay. that counts. So is it a Christmas movie then? Yeah, holiday. That's you said cri- just has to have a holiday theme. Yeah, that's it. That's a Christmas that's movie. That's the rule. Yeah. So I take that back. It's not a Halloween movie. It's a, it's a Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Okay, yeah. Black Christmas. It's great. The uh the original one is really good. Um 
The remake is it's okay. Uh, the new one, good by doing it like it's the same name but different plot or different story, which was good. It was a good move. Um, but no, it's really good. It's a uh, always like they have this one scene in it where they're just shopping for Christmas trees, and I get so jacked. I'm just like, oh my god, let's let's just decorate. So that's what I would go. Nice. Um, for my first pick, I'm gonna go with Home Alone, classic Christmas movie. Gotta Which one? It. I gotta. I have the to, first you one. Have to pick the one. first one. Okay. okay, but no, I have to. I'm I'm big on the first. The second one's fine, but you know, it's kind of a rehash. You know, <laughs> a lot That's of. Fun. I was just gonna say stuff. I had Home Alone on mine. Yeah, so I wanted to just know. There you go. What you have, Johnny? What do you got? You go Elf. Absolute icon staple, Will Ferrell. And the Grinch, Jim Carrey. Yeah. What a good one! What a such a good one. Yeah. Um, the uh, I think my favorite part of the Grinch movie is when he's like, "I have dinner with myself at six. I can't cancel again." I love that. <laughs> <laughs> or he's going over his schedule and he's like, so "I got self-loathing at one to three. <laughs> just, just, just like it really is just him talking to himself. I mean, it's a yeah. dog. <laughs> um is okay my, it's oh no i'm gets, up yeah my nice. second round pick uh i'm gonna go with a halloween movie um hocus pocus i don't really like scary movies but hocus pocus <laughs> solid flick i refuse to watch hocus pocus too i'll be honest with you it's not even worth it yeah i'm not surprised it's not worth it joe what do you got yeah. um i'm gonna go home alone too Home Alone 2. There you go. I like it. Okay, I have two in a row. One more, but it was taken. I like Home Alone 2. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Home Alone 3, though, I don't know. Um, So, Uh, yeah, it's not good. For my pick, and I'm going to, I say this every single year, it's, it could easily be my number one is Klaus. It's on Netflix. It's literally my favorite Christmas movie. You should watch it. I watch it every single year. Um, it's hilarious. It's, it's like you need a unique Christmas story, like where they come go out the origins of Santa Claus. And it's just so funny and it's so like witty and quirky and it's good. It's a good animated Christmas movie. It came out a couple years ago. Um, definitely mm-hmm. check Klaus out. I will always like pound my table and say like that movie is dope. Um, so definitely check that out. And then my next, uh, movie, I'm going to have the nightmare before Christmas. Oh, one of my one of my favorite movies growing up so jack skellington yeah really good um all right for my number three it's going to be trick or treat um that is an absolute it's like a crazy cult classic for halloween horror it takes place on the night of halloween oh my god it is so good and it's basically about pumpkin demon that's like you just got to follow the rules of halloween and if you don't half the kills you and so i love it wow um i'm trying to be well-rounded with all of my uh holidays so i've got christmas and i've got halloween so the next one i'm gonna go independence day great okay great great uh fourth of july movie about not just the u.s independence but the world's independence from alien invaders that's great Great, great choice. What do you got, Johnny? Um, number three, I'm going to go the night before. 
it's a more of a modern take on Christmas movies. And like most Christmas movies are about family and which is great. But this one is all about, uh, you know, the family you choose and it's very sweet. And also they get really, really high on copious amounts of drugs. It's a fun movie. (laughs) It's it's a funny movie too, and it's like it tugs at the heartstrings at some points. Yeah, it's got a lot of a lot of good actors in it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Give it a watch. Yeah, try it. And then, what's your last round pick? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Coco. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Great one. Some kind one. of Halloween. I don't like scary movies either very much. But uh, yeah, the other was Martha. Yeah, I like that a lot. Love it. Um, my wait, last wait, wait, one. whoa, whoa! You're skipping me. Yeah. You keep doing that. <laughs> I <laughs> shouldn't right. have done the kitty corner. I usually always just do it around in the kitty corner. Yeah, I must yeah. Um, my <laughs> last one, keeping with theme, I got to do a different holiday. So I'm gonna do St. Patrick's Day. So I'm gonna do Boondock Saints. Because that that movie starts with them <laughs> yeah. getting into a fight during St. Patrick's Day. So there's, <laughs> a, there's some connection there. There's not too many other St. Patrick's Day movies out there. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, I wanted to have one with Santa in it. And uh, and then I was going to go Fred Claus, but I don't really like it. I'm going to go A Very Harold and Kumar Christmas. That one just, <laughs> you, it's just get the giggles on. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris absolutely steals the show in all of them, but in this one where he's like pretending to be gay, but he's really gay, uh, it's just so funny. It just cracks me up. And it's a little bit of a musical. I always like, I love a little bit of a musical. I don't know if you guys saw the new uh, Ryan Reynolds and um, um, Will Ferrell movie. I didn't know, but it's like a full musical. It's pretty good. It's okay. It's not bad. Wow. Pretty good. Okay, not bad. Wow. Rave reviews. All right. I'll bring us home. Polar Express. That was good. Yeah. That nice. was gonna be my honor roll Great book, yeah. too. I know. It's just one of those you grow up with, and it's just a classic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Any honorable mentions? I was gonna add uh I love a little bit of a rom com, so just friends. A little rom com I like it. What holiday is hard? Christmas. Christmas? Okay. Die Hard, yeah. Die Hard. Um, what's the Love Actually is a good Love rom-com actually. for Christmas. Santa Claus. There's a lot yeah, of just Christmas the, ones. Christmas I got into an argument with Kayla that she said Just Friends isn't a rom-com. And I, and was old, like, oh, I completely disagree. I think Just Friends is a rom-com. But I, I would say it's an old rom-com. one. I think it is. I think, it, I think an older movie is uh, A Wonderful Life. It's a good one. My dad watches that every year. Um, that was great. Classic. Yeah. Um, let's classic. do a little get classic to the chapa, jingle all the way. <laughs> I get all. And then really any Charlie Brown holiday movie is good. <laughs> For sure. Is that fair? Like the great pumpkin Thanksgiving Christmas. Yeah. The classic. That's what they yeah. do actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like any peanuts. Um, yeah. All right. Great episode, you guys. So glad to have everyone back. Can't wait to do it next week. Uh, we'll get it in before the holiday. Um, all right, everyone. You have a good, safe weekend. We will see you next week. Have a good one. Bye.